The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And we've got a great show for you today. We've got two guests. They both have been on Guys Guys Radio, so they have been qualified for the show, and they do a great job. And let me tell you about both of them. First, have you ever considered launching your own YouTube channel? I mean, so many people are doing it. There's over 35 million YouTube channels, and it's so interesting because the average time of watching a YouTube channel is like only four minutes. But now, slowly over time, it's becoming more of an entertainment. Instead of informational base, it's more of an entertainment place now because there's so many people who are launching channels on there, and you can monetize. So we're going to learn how. Because Silke Schwarzkopf is the executive producer and host of Second Act TV. It's all about uh, lots of things about people over 50, a lot of it relationship-oriented. I have been a frequent guest on the show. I've had over half a million views on YouTube, and we have great chemistry together. So it should be a terrific conversation with Silke Schwarzkopf. We're going to talk about how to build your own YouTube channel. We've also got another friend and previous guest on the show, my teacher, one of my teachers, metaphysically speaking, is Bill McKenna, and he lives right here in San Diego, and he is just a, a warehouse of information about all different types of healing modalities. He has created a practice called Cogno Movement. We've talked about that on the show. It uses a, a ball, actually a soccer ball, and it helps you rewire your subconscious and there's a lot of techniques that help people do that. This one's really effective, and I've worked with Bill on numerous occasions, and he's become a friend, and I'm delighted that he's going to be doing a couple of segments on the show, and we're going to talk about some practices that you folks out there can do on your own. So we've got a healing modality that we're going to talk about using simply a glass of water and our intentions, and it's going to be fascinating. So I hope you'll stay with us for that. So we've got Silka Schwarzkopf and Bill McKenna on the show today. So what else is going on out there? You know, as far as the whole pandemic and everything else going on now, we've got a lot of fear out there because of the stock market's not doing well now. And we've got the whole issue of the Russian-Ukrainian situation. And I think what it's all about is there is a lot of confusion for people out there today, and understandably so. They've gotten so many different points of uh, view, so much different information. What is a fact? What isn't a fact? I've had friends, you know, you get on these text message threads from the shutdown that a lot of us are still on where we get in touch with each other or we do Zoom now and then. And, you know, people are saying, oh, well, the New York Times, you can't trust them. Or well, what do you watch, Fox News? Or you can't trust the AP. Or, you can't trust NPR. And, wow, it seems like every 
outlet has some type of perceived prejudice and it's really hard to get news that people can say, okay, that's a fact. And it's created a lot of confusion and a lot of fear out there. So my message really is, I think we all need to be aware of this and we all need to stay present. And when you see people flipping out, whether they're fighting on airplanes or road rage or whatever, people snapping out, and there's a lot of it going on there that we just, we witness, we send positive energy. And think of it this way. One of the things I learned through my practice, and a lot of it I studied during the shutdown, is to work on myself. I figured the best way I can help the world is to work on myself and those around me, and hopefully that will spread to other areas. But it's really helped me, and it's put me in a more direct connection with the universal consciousness. And you can believe that stuff or not. That's up to you. But I'm telling you what's happened to me. And what I found is by seeing and perceiving everything out there as part of the divine, it's changed my perspective. It's changed my world. It's changed my life. Because if you look at everything as part of divinity, well, divinity is love. So then you see the love in everything, even the mistakes that people make even all the flaws that are out there. Eventually, it all comes back to divinity, and it all comes from a place of love, and it's just about our finding ourselves back there. And I know it's not easy, and I know it sounds sanctimonious to say things like that, but it's important. So all I can suggest is it's really helped me see if you can look for kind of the bright side in everything, the universal consciousness, the God, if you will, that's in everything because that's what it's all about. And we really don't know that much. We think we know a lot, but there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't know. And I think we're going to be learning more and more and more over the coming years with all different types of disclosure on things. But for right now, I think it's just important not to get triggered, to be calm, cool, collected, to you see things going on, witness them, be a peacemaker when you hear crazy things that your friends say, don't overreact, and just take it as, okay, this is what, what they're getting from their experience. All right, so Guys Guys Radio, we're going to get into our interview portion of the program. We've got Silka Schwarzkopf and Bill McKenna, so let's get it on right now. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, Guy's Guy's Radio, my favorite portion of the show when I interview some really cool people, guests, friends, teachers, people have information to share that may help you live your best life. So here we are. I've got Silka Schwarzkopf. She's the executive producer and host of the very successful Second Act TV YouTube channel. It's skewed to people over 50, kind of in their second half of life. And even doing something like a YouTube channel, that entails taking on a, a new challenge, if you will, for somebody in their second half of life. So I want to have Silka come back to the show and talk to us about and how you get set up, how you deal with YouTube, how has she become such a success? And uh, what seems like an overnight sensation has taken years because she has all these production capabilities and she had to work for a long time in traditional business. But anyway, my special guest, my friend, my acquaintance, my collaborator, and I'm a frequent guest on Second Act TV, but Silka Schwarzkopf, the executive producer, the lead talent, and the host of the very successful Second Act TV on YouTube. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio. <laughs> well, thank you, Robert. I appreciate that introduction. I, God, I, 
I did good. <laughs> That's quite a quite a mouthful there. So thank you for bearing with me. But what I really wanted to do is, and we were talking about this before we got on the air, is that you know there's two aspects to getting a YouTube channel up and running. One is because your show is Second Act TV. There's the over 50 angle to it. And a lot of people who are over 50 kind of migrating out of the corporate world are starting YouTube channels and other startup ventures, if you will. And then also it's just for anybody who is interested in doing a YouTube channel. There's over. What's interesting is that I was reading that there's over 35 million YouTube channels. That was about six months ago. So I'm sure there's at least 40 now. And people watch for an average of four minutes. So the way YouTube started way back when was people were looking at how do I fix that pipe under the sink? How do I change my carburetor and things like that? And now it's become uh, an entertainment platform, but it is search driven. So for you, from moving from your corporate production experience, how did you decide that YouTube was the way to go? And what were some of the initial steps you had to take to get started in setting up Second Act TV? Great question. <laughs> well, I, I, the way I, I started or how I got to YouTube, uh, I won't go into all the details, but it was really by default. As a producer, I originally wanted to do a, a, a TV show, and you know, I, I was basically turned down by the networks. Is, is, is the Reader's Digest version? It's kind of a funny story, but not, not for this segment. The I, you know, I discovered YouTube through the the younger people, or, or even starting a channel. I actually met someone uh, that was helping me as a on a consulting basis who who worked for YouTube. So I learned a lot there, and and, and it probably cut my time in becoming successful uh, down significantly because what I'm noticing, especially as you said on the top of the show here, you know, people that are coming out of corporate, maybe later in life starting this, there's some things about production for YouTube that's much different than production for anything else. Uh, it, and it's interesting that you said the, the average view time is four minutes. I guess that does really good for our channel because our average view time is almost 10 minutes. <laughs> No, that's and that's largely as a result of people like you. You have, you know, great guests on. But anyway, I I, I digress. The um, yeah, the the entertainment versus search driven is is one of the the big things I think that uh, people who are starting new YouTube channels don't realize, especially because it does appear to be an entertainment platform. Unless you have a name, you know, like your celebrity, or you have something that people search for you. You're not going to get discovered unless you're offering a, a solution to something. Like you said, you know, how to fix a tire, how this. Well, in, in our case, it's how to date over 50, how to online date, how to write a profile, you know, et cetera. A relationship uh, dating and relationship happens to be our number one uh, uh, keyword ranking. So that that's a big, big lesson, I think. And I, I see other people starting who are incredible you know producers and i don't think anybody's ever going to see it because people aren't searching for what they're what they're producing does that make mm -hmm. sense it makes perfect sense it's interesting then that you've managed to uh, and youtube is this you know brands and platforms have their own organic you know lives so youtube has changed from how do i do this to there is some entertainment in fact i was watching the there's a new movie out called nightmare Alley, I think, with uh, Bradley Cooper. And it was on one of the Netflix or something like that. And I watched it. It was really good. And then I was reading about it and said, oh, that was a remake. Check out the 1947 version with Tyrone Powell. 
and I couldn't find it anywhere except for YouTube. And I don't know if they're yeah, even supposed to have it on there, but there's a lot of stuff on there. So people are all over YouTube. So I guess my question yeah. is really when you you have an audience that would be predominantly, you know, 40 plus, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if they're not 50, they're they're heading in that direction. And YouTube is for some of them new, whereas for younger people, I'm not saying young, young specifically, but you know, people in their 40s, they're all over YouTube, but the the 50 plus crowd may be just getting into YouTube. Have you found that there has been a migration towards more and more of your target group coming onto YouTube and then searching for things like what you have and then bang, there you are? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a short answer. Yes, there is the the the. Uh, I think the the statistics even support that. I don't have them handy, uh, but that the the fifty plus, just like in anything else, is is growing significantly on YouTube. What what's good about that is that our demographic has well. It, so you're when you monetize when they put ads on your show, uh, it's it's a it's a you know it's, it's called a CPA. It's it's it, they value the time spent listening of your demographic. And we have one of the highest, I don't mean second active, but our demographic period, the 50 plus is a very valuable demographic. Mm-hmm. So if you can figure out a way to tap into that, then you know you have, you have a real chance at having a great second act when it comes to a career on YouTube. Okay, let's take a couple of steps back, Silka. And my special guest on Guys Guys Radio, Silka Schwarzkopf. She's executive producer and host of the very successful and very fun Second Act TV YouTube channel. So when you got started, what were you kind of like, what was the toolbox? What were your considerations? How did you get yourself up and running for your first episode? Yeah, another great, another great uh, question. Well, as I said, we started out thinking TV. And the... Uh, we had a great, I was really lucky to have some of my people in production, uh, you know, come on and help me produce, you know, some, some location shoots. And that I quickly realized that that was not manageable. It's just not, it's, it's just never going to, you can't monetize that. Uh, unless you just have all kinds of money and, and, you know, you're not in it for, you know, to actually build a business. So I quickly learned that I had become totally self-sufficient. So at, you know, the, I don't know, the how old was I, 53 or something, I actually learned to edit in the professional edit system, which wasn't that hard once, once you, you know, just get into it. But you do, you have to be self-sufficient. You have to be able to, you know, have lighting, have audio, and, you know, a good, a good connection. And, and in my case, the strategy is, you know, recording interviews where I have access to people, content experts all from all over the world that can speak to, you know, the pain points that my audience is looking for. So just it's just setting up that that infrastructure, which is relatively simple. But, yeah, you have to have good lighting, good audio and uh, yeah, a good a good camera. Okay, so when you got going and you did a couple of different shows in different areas, and you and I have talked about this, like, you know, our generation now is starting to think about things like longevity and, you know, doing things like meditation, spirituality and all this stuff. And yet the, the highest rated shows, of course, are sex, sex, sex. <laughs> did you, I mean, was that an eye opener for you? And of course, you got to go which way the trend's going. You got to, you got to tap into that. So of course, you've had me as your guest on the show many times, but <laughs> 
Yeah, you've you've been you've really contributed to the success. You, you have, Just kidding. you have, yeah, yeah. We have. Oh my God, thousands, thousands, thousands. Of people. And maybe that's because I'm I'm given the kind of the guy's guy version of uh, you know the peak behind the tent, and I wrote the book, right. the guy's guy's guy to love. So there's a lot about men for women, how kind of we really are and how we roll, and 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 it's real. So maybe that's why. So women could say, hey, you know, this guy that that sounds he's like a regular guy. And and guys could say, yeah, okay, I, you know, and guys are never going to really all like some other guy, but they'll probably say, yeah, okay, he's got he's right. So how did you when that's just just me, but when you're dealing with your other guests, how did you kind of uh, take the temperature, see what resonates? What were some of the surprises? How have you said, oh, we've got to go this way with the show and this type of guest and expand from here and there? And and and, and starting with, how did you find your first guest? Oh, <laughs> my first guest, that's funny, Barry Gold. He just contacted me. He uh, is a comedy writer, television comedy writer, and he started the uh, website divorcedover50.com. I thought, ah, well, that's, you know, and that's really... Uh-huh. <laughs> The, the show kind of the evolve the, the evolution, I should say, of Second Act TV has really been what I went through. But, you know, not that I wanted to make it all about me, it, it, but when you're working, you know, when you're the only one working, you kind of those are the topic. The ideas that come up is what you're going through. And, and my first part was, you know, divorce after 50. I thought it was crazy for leaving a 50, you know, uh, of 25 year marriage over 50. And then I find that it's a phenomenon, it's called gray divorce. So I kind of fell into that, you know, with, with Barry. Mm-hmm. And then we did a lot on gray divorce because there'll be people listening today. Well, I never heard of gray divorce. Well, it's, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> uh, and then I found that also in doing more, you know, concentrating on that and on saving marriages versus not getting a divorce that well, people really were interested in starting new relationships. You know, how do you how do you date? How do you go online? How do you do a profile? Blah, blah, blah. So I looked for content experts in those areas. I just kind of searched on, you know, online and see who wrote what, uh, you know, what kind of following they had and just called them and said, hey, I'm doing, <laughs> you know, I'm doing this. You want to you want to play TV? <laughs> and uh, you know, people like Barry and and uh, Sandy Weiner, who's a big dating coach, Lisa sure. Copeland, sure. people like that, that they really supported me early on when I had like 500 subscribers. You know, my goal was to get to 1,000. I mean, that would be so cool to get to 1,000 subscribers. <laughs> when can you monetize on YouTube for those out there who are considering launching their own channels? 1,000 subscribers. <laughs> so what happens? You hit 1,000 subscribers and then the, yeah. because you can lose one and then pick up two or whatever. So does YouTube send you something and say, hey, this is how it works? Uh, well, the, the, the guidelines, the community guidelines, or, you know, they have the, just, you know, you, I think you Google monetization or, you know, there's all kinds of uh, do, do, they, do, do they reach out to you? Did YouTube? No, not. So you have that. to. You hit your thousand, and then you go to them and like raise your hand. Yes, you monetize. You monetize. You click monetize, and uh, yeah, and then they 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 clicks. I don't know. They how, start how does it something. Work? <laughs> well, how does how does that work for those out there considering this? So you hit a okay, thousand. Monet- you hit monetize, <laughs> and what happens? Well, when you upload your videos, there's different settings and, and the monetization setting, you can't click, you know, it won't go on if you, if, if you haven't been approved to be monetized. And then once you are, then every month you get a, uh, 
uh, well, an accounting of what, you know, how, what you earn, so to speak. And uh, it's very humbling at first, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's pennies, pennies for, you know, a, a view. So you really, it, it, the key to making it, having some sort of income that can actually support something is a lot, a lot of views. There are there then are there other uh, and by the way my special guest is Silke Schwarzkopf, executive producer and star of Second Act TV. We're talking about launching a YouTube channel as Silka has done so successfully. I jumped into the game late. I've had my my most of my listeners, uh, viewers or consumers are they listen to the podcast. They listen to us on KCAA radio in Southern California, and the podcast is in 101 countries. I figured I might as well go on YouTube. So last year I put us on YouTube, and we start that slow, steady climb. And now it's kind of happening. So I've always watched Silka because she's, she, you know, it's, YouTube is so searchable that I have found, and also watching Silka's guests, like, oh, there's a guest about sex that's going to pop, or I do something where I had somebody who was a an ast- astro numer- numerologist. And I figured, uh-huh. I don't know. And boom, he pops because it's something so specific. So two questions. One, how did you kind of find the, uh, the topics that were really going to pop besides sex? And then are there other milestones after a thousand where you can start to make more money on YouTube? So, okay, let me, let me, the milestones, I think there really aren't any that I'm aware of that make any difference uh, directly with YouTube. I know, I think when you hit a hundred thousand, they send you something, (laughs) but the, what, what happens is when you get to certain subscriber levels and I, and I can't speak to the exact numbers, but you start to be known as an influencer. Like right now, I'm, I, every day I get something from an agency who's been identified as one of the top influencers, you know, in my demographic. And I, and I want to be real honest, but I mean, my numbers are impressive for what I've done and for our demographic, but, you know, compared to some other channels, the millions, I mean, I'm considered a small channel, but it's a channel that's starting to get noticed. And that's, that's, what's exciting. So in terms of the monetization, it's more what, what you're, what, once you're out there, what that means to other people who want to utilize you to support their brands or, or, or sell something. So I'm, I'm just starting that now, evaluating that. And I'm going to be real careful about it because people, my viewers really, they value what I say. <laughs> so I'm going to be very careful, you know, to what, what I attach myself to uh, or not. And I'm sorry, what was the other part well, of your question? Uh, it was about, oh, what, about how do you kind of, uh, you know, decide, okay, this category is hot. I'll go yes. for more guests. And it's strictly by numbers, I guess, right? You the, see what pops well, and what doesn't. Like sex does better than meditation for you. Yes, for me. <laughs> and that's, I, I'm trying to figure that out, whether it's just because somehow, okay, so somehow I our channel, dating over 50, if you put that in right now, if you put in dating over 50, finding love after 50, uh, guaranteed some of our videos will come up guaranteed and probably some of ours, yours and mine. <laughs> uh, and so, and I got that organically. I don't even know how I got search rank because people pay a lot of money to get that. Uh, so I, what I have, to, okay, this is a good point. One way to be successful, you have to be consistent. You have to, uh, you know, upload and or, or post release a video at least, you know, once a week or twice a week or or maybe once every two weeks. I, I, I don't know what the sweet spot is there, but it has to be consistent. And that's how YouTube starts noticing that, hey, here's here's somebody who's serious about what they're doing. 
And I think that's, that's no, and, 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 and once you do that, uh, the, the way that I found uh, or, or decide on topics is one, you know, by, by comments, what people are asking about. And so I know I'm going to get at least some views, you know, you were in advertising market research, you know, one opinion equals a thousand. So if one person has that, then, you know, there's likely a thousand others that do as well. And then you can do, look at Google trends, you know, what, what are people searching out there for? And how does that fit with the content that you're that you're providing. And that's why you and I do uh, uh, have done several shows on surveys, on trends, you right. know, stuff that's being measured that people are interested in. And then we discuss how, how that, you know, do we agree? Do we disagree? How does that relate to our demographic? And people find those are the shows that they, they, they pop, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course the milestones. So to become an influencer, how, how do you become an influencer then? Is there a certain number of uh, subscribers that uh, deems you an influencer? How does that work? I, I honestly, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that, that's the honest answer. What I've experienced is once I hit 25,000 subscribers is when I started noticing that I'm getting emails from brands, from individual companies. Uh, lately, something must have happened when we went over 40,000 because I'm getting uh, I'm getting bigger age, like big digital marketing agencies are contacting me now and, and said, you've been identified. And I don't know how I, I was a media buyer, Robert, just like you, I was in advertising. Uh, I was great at my job, made a lot of money. You know, <laughs> that whole world has changed and, and I don't understand it. I need to learn more about it. And that would be a recommendation I would make is understand, you know, as, as I'm learning now <laughs> how that works, if you really want to use this one to build this channel to you know make a living mm-hmm. or or you know pay for something anyway biggest mistake you've made biggest mistake you mean for youtube <laughs> yes. yes youtube <sighs> i'm just kidding uh what's the biggest mistake probably not uh utilizing social media the way that some of the big uh, youtubers do i i just i get so sick of it uh, I was on Instagram that I got hacked. I, ugh, I don't, I don't like Instagram. I don't like the posing. I, I, I just, it drives me crazy. I, well, the other one, I did, I did not concentrate this whole time, put a lot of concentration on building a mailing list. And I really think an email list is, is probably a, a biggest, uh, the biggest support to endeavor such as this that you need to have. And, and I, I, I really need to put my focus there. How would you, how, what would be your steps to do that? Would you uh, rent lists or create your own list? No, I don't. The the only thing that's really valuable is if you build your own, I, I I would need to have some sort of, uh, you know, offer to, to, I mean, no, if, 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 you know, give me your email and I'll send you this free thing or something. It's, it's all the stuff that I really don't like to do. Like if somebody asked me for that, I don't want to give them my email. So I've had some right. hesitancy in, in, in going there, <laughs> if you I will. You. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I, it, it's just, I haven't done it. So okay. I can, that, that's probably a mistake. All right. Last question. Best piece of advice for those considering launching their own YouTube channel. Well, one, you know, why are you doing it? First of all, if it's just something, you know, that you 
want to have fun with that you want to get some feedback on and, you know, just something to do, which a lot of people do. And that's perfectly fine. That's one thing. But if you want to grow a channel that's going to grow, that's going to produce monetization, et cetera, it, it, it takes a lot of dedication and it takes a lot of consistency and you need to produce, you know, programming that's easy to digest, if you will. Uh, it has to be watchable. You know, the video quality has to be decent. I mean, I look back at some of my early stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I learned a lot there too, but audio has to be good. Video has to be good. Uh, lighting has, you know, that, that needs to be good. And then figure out what your view, you know, how long can you actually hold the attention of the viewers that you're trying to target. My, my sweet spot appears to be about 15 to 20 minutes. And that gives me the, the average view duration. But there is, you know, as much fun as it might sound, and it is fun, it, it, it takes dedication and consistency. Okay, well, you've done it and you're doing it and you, there's a lot more to come. And thank you so much for uh, inviting me on your show. And I'm so pleased that you're here, Silka on Guys Guys Radio. We'll do it again. Great to see you, everybody. Silka Schwarzkopf, thanks for being on Guys Guys Radio. Thank you, Robert. Always, always have fun with you. <laughs> it's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio. Today I've got a repeat guest. He's been on here before, but he's fantastic. I consider him a friend and one of my teachers. His name is Bill McKenna. He's a marathon runner, martial artist, helicopter pilot, former adrenaline junkie turned spiritual teacher. He's pioneered groundbreaking method for creating massive change, sh shifting perspectives and raising consciousness. It's called Cogno Movement, and it all centers around a brightly colored ball. Bill is also the author of the book, The Only Lesson. And again, he's the founder of the Cogno Movement System with his partner, Liz Larson. Bill's been on the show before. We've talked about Cogno Movement. We're going to get into a couple of other different areas and some practices that all of us can, can use on a regular basis to help us live our best lives. So welcome back to Guys Guys Radio, Bill McKenna. Oh, thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me on. Always great to see you. Now, Bill is a frequent guest. I discovered Bill. Actually, my wife, Uni, discovered Bill on Gaia because we watch Gaia a lot. And he was a frequent guest of uh, Regina Meredith, who does a terrific show on there. And, and we really liked what Bill had to say because, first of all, it was things we've never heard about in terms of and things we could do ourselves. And Bill was so generous with, uh, with his time and with sharing with people that my wife said, hey, you know, this Bill McKenna, he's in San Diego. Why don't you reach out to him? So I did. And we got together and we actually have become friends and Bill's worked on me and with me and he's been uh, terrific and really helped me. So I wanted to have Bill share some of the things he does with all of you out there. So I'm so pleased that you're back on the show, Bill. We talked about a whole bunch of different areas and paths we could take today, but we want to start with uh, something that's uh, pretty easy to do that anybody can do that can be really helpful for helping other people. And that is a practice that I saw you do on Gaia with a glass of water in terms of putting the right energy into that water, having somebody drink it and have them receive the benefits of that. And again, you know, we all have to go, what if we have to say, when we get into something like that, we're not saying Western medicine doesn't work, but we're saying, consider this. So Bill, do you want to talk about kind of the idea, the concept around that, how you came up with that and how people can do it? Oh, there's a lot here with this. And what it is, 
is that we humans have this incredible ability. Now, if you talk to me 15 years ago and I, and I heard this, I would have been saying you are high on crack. There is absolutely no way that this could work. You know, that, you know, the, the type of things like, you know, back in the day, you know, like, and then Jesus, you know, uh, he, he touched man and, you know, and they, you know, their eyesight got better, you know, God water, knows water into wine, these, right? Yeah. Water into wine, all these things, right? I would have been like, ah, that, they, okay, 2000 years ago, and it happened to Jesus because his name is Jesus. And that's what he does. And that's who he is. But here's the thing with, with the discovery the discovery that I made is a rediscovery that was covered over. So what it is, is our innate ability to affect another person in a positive way, to take away their pain. And it's so incredibly simple but everyone, either the, the information got distorted or forgot or you name it, but it's been hidden in all of the great, the great text, the great mystical text from all time. And one of the uncoverings was, and I'll use, because it goes across these different, these different cultures, but I'll use the Christianity culture. The Bible, you know, everybody has heard, you know, if you ask for it in Jesus's name, it'll be given. Now, um, I don't know if you've tried it recently, but, you know, I've had some, uh, well, shall we say, you know, real, I haven't gotten very good results, right? And uh, I was brought up all my life, you know, altar boy, you know, uh, five Catholic schools, you know, college all the way through. But, but it was a simple misunderstanding. And the misunderstanding comes from the root of what was said. Jesus originally spoke Aramaic. And the word in Aramaic that he used, I believe it's Bashime, And um, that word says that can be translated into ask for it in my name is one translation another translation is do it in my method do it in my method well you know if i if i tell you to use the bill mckenna method for changing a tire it includes getting the jack out of the back jacking it up you know use the you know right you know, but if you to say my name, hey, you know, in the name of Bill McKenna, change the tire. Well, it's going to be a while, you know, but using the jack and the and all the stuff, it works great. So what was Jesus's method? What did he talk about? Well, he talked about seeing the perfection in others. He talked about unconditional love. What's unconditional love? That is, that is a good feeling that's unattached to an outcome. I have a good feeling about you, Robert. And, and I, and there's no particular reason. I'm not attaching it to the way you treat me or the works that you do. 
He also talked about having no fear. It is, if you mathematically look at the whole thing, it is the most stated phrase, have no fear, have no fear, over and over again, have no fear. So he saw the perfection in others. He loved without condition. He saw the perfection in another. So what happens is that if you do his method, you will get the result. Now, in contrast, somebody calls you up with, you know what? Hi, um, I got cancer. My wife's got cancer. My, um, you know, somebody today, somebody's got COVID, right? Everything, right, is fear. And what do we do as, as a, you know, typically is we fold our hands, get down our knees. Oh God, please help me. Please, 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 please. I'll do anything, right? I don't just let them live. Let them be okay, right? Well, what this is, is the old method, right? It is where we are powerless and we are begging someone else to do the work. The other way is to, oh, they, uh, they're having an issue, is I simply look at them, you know what? I'm not going to think about your disease or the, the thing that they said. I am simply going to see you as happy, joyful, blissful. And it's not attached to an outcome. Like, I'm not thinking about your cancer going away. I only say, I can see your perfection. What did Jesus do? He saw the perfection and he was unattached to an outcome. Like, oh, I'm going to be happy about this if I get a result. Oh, I'd be sad about it and feel like a jerk if I do this and I don't get a result. Bill McKenna, my special guest, the developer of the Cogno Movement System, Guys Guys Radio, we're talking about how to use positive energy to uh, energize, in this case, water. Quick thought. When I had, a, I had a bout with two growths on my kidneys way back in 2014, and my, my wife, who you know, never was uh, upset about it. And I was like, geez, is this it? And she just never seemed affected by it. And it was always steady and always there. And afterwards, after I got a clean bill of health years later, and fortunately, I didn't have to do chemo or anything like that. It just all came together perfectly. I said, well, how come you never seemed upset about that? And she said exactly what you're saying. She said, I always saw you as 100% perfectly healthy. So one thought there. And then the other thought is part of what I have learned in my spiritual unfoldment is that probably the number one thing anybody can do um, to really raise their frequency, if you will, and, and make a change in their life is to see everything as divinity, as part of divinity. And that means people, that means people that you like, you, you don't like, animals, trees, rocks, tires, whatever it is, know that it's all part of divinity. And once you start doing that and becomes uh, muscle memory, it raises everything. And your vibration is up there. And a lot of that low end stuff doesn't affect you because you have kind of elevated 
energetically. That is, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. And and what a evolved soul uh, your wife is for seeing that, for actually just doing that method and seeing you as whole and perfect. What happens is energetically, if we start to focus on the illness, we add energy to it. So seeing them as perfect, unattached to an outcome is, is really where we can provide um, a healing. And I know it sounds crazy, but when I teach this at the end here, it will become true for you when it's true in your experience. When I first did this and um, uh, I, I, there was a person with back pain and I, I did, the, did this method I'm going to teach you. And they were like, oh my God, my back pain is better. And, and I was like, I was so shocked. I was like, that's, that's crazy that this actually happened. And then I went out and you name it, everybody I could, every homeless person, I just went around one after the next, just practicing and doing this for everybody I could to help everyone. So my encouragement for you is that it's real and to, and to try it out first, try it out on another person and then, uh, and then on yourself. Okay. Let's get to it because we're on the clock and let's get right to how it works, Bill. Fantastic. Okay. So the very first thing you do is to get a, doesn't matter, glass of water, cup of coffee, anything. And you're going to put the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth. You're going to see the person in this water. You're going to see them as if you're simply an observer. There's nothing you want. There's absolutely nothing you want. You're just actually just imagining you're looking at them and you're observing. If you want anything, this will not work. You need to just simply observe their perfection. They are happy, blissful, joyful, imagining them inside this water or a cup of coffee. They're lit up like the sun. Put the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth and see them as perfect, whole, happy. You have no thought of the future, no thought of the past, all you can do is observe them right now. This is the type of observation of, let's say you're watching a child play, or have you ever seen somebody dance and they're so happy and they're free and blissful and you're an observer, you're just watching them right here, right now. And you're like, oh, that's so, I, I, it fills me with joy to watch you doing that and having so much fun. That is it. There's no thought of the future, no thought of the past, only now, and you're simply an observer. Hold this vision as you see the light grow in the cup. You see the light growing and growing, and you don't care about any future, any past. You want nothing. You simply see them, and you observe it. Hold this for about one and a half minutes to two minutes. And at the very end, what you're going to do 
is countdown. Three, two, one. You'll clap your hands and see this explosion of light in the cup. And then what you will do is you'll give this water to the person or cup of coffee and then have them take two gulps, two gulps and walk around. Before they take their gulps, what you want to do is ask them, what is the pain on a scale of one to 10? And then you have them take a few gulps, walk around, like walk to the far side of the house, come back, take another two gulps, walk back and forth, go back to the far end of the house, come back and ask them, what, what is it now? What you will find is that this, let's say the pain level was an eight on a scale of one to 10. It'll drop down to like, maybe it only drops like seven and a half on the first drink. And then they'll come back and now it's going to be a seven. And then they take another drink and now it's a five. And they, and they walk around, they take another drink and now it's a four. And on like that, so over the course of a few minutes and them just drinking and walking around, maybe it's several minutes, 10 minutes of drinking it and walking around and poof, the pain has gone away. So this is the process. If you can ask them what the pain was on a scale of one to 10 before you ever started, it's good because the healing process even begins when you start to see them in the water, when you're starting this, it'll already start working. So you want to ask them uh, that ahead of time. Fantastic. Real quick. How can people then, if you're going to work on yourself, you have the glass of water, let's say, you know, nobody else is around and you say, you know what, my, uh, my, my hip hurts or something. You have the water there. You project yourself. I assume you, you see yourself in that water in the perfect state and you go through the same steps and then you just drink the water and then you kind of self-measure, is that it? That, that would be it. Now here's the trick. You have to let go. That same neutrality, doing it to yourself, I've literally given this talk and people literally do it right then and there. I'm sure there's probably some listening right now doing it right then and there that have this incredible ability to be, to be neutral. But for most of us, we need to get the, the training wheels and do it to somebody else so we can kind of get in that zone. Mm -hmm. It took me about a year and a half to get into the neutral zone when I was in pain and do it myself, but it works. If you simply are neutral, if you want, it will not work. Okay. You simply are observing the perfection and you don't have any thought of the pain. And it's hard to do because you're in pain but you try that. Okay, my friend and teacher, Bill McKenna, a great tip, easy to do. I suggest everybody have, if you're gonna embark on something like this, you've gotta have an open mind. You have to be in the what if. If you're gonna be a skeptic about everything and closed off, it's, it's, it's like anything else. It's not gonna work. You have to let go. You have to put yourself in a position of not only receiving, but uh, allowing yourself to be uh, lifted in terms of a vibration. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, but tell everybody out there where they can find out more about you because you're going to do these tips. You're going to come back on the show. We're going to do more, but I just want to get in like one tip each segment and really see if we can 
you know, get the word of the work you're doing out there and have people be in a position to help themselves and help others live their best lives. Oh, great. Uh, Cogno movement, like Cogno, like cognitive movement, C-O-G-N-O-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T.com. Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Bill. And we'll see you again. And great to see you on Guys Guys Radio. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men better world. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, two very interesting conversations with two very different people, but nevertheless, very cool people and people who have something to offer us in terms of new information. So let's start what we learned with uh, Silke Schwarzkopf who has a very successful YouTube channel, Second Act TV, all about the second half of life. I think we learned that YouTube is search-driven, so you, if you develop a show, you want to make it something that's searchable, that people are interested, of course, because people use search terms for how to find things on YouTube, so you have to be out there and you have to have, be categorized the right way. So that's one important thing. And the second is to make sure you're consistently putting out content you don't want to get forgotten because it's super competitive out there and you want to have a steady stream of content for people to enjoy. In terms of what Bill McKenna taught us, I think it's all about intention. Bill has taught me so much about working with myself and kind of going inside to help the outside of myself, but going inside out. And um, so the protocol with uh, putting that positive intention of, uh, with the water that, that, in my opinion, can work because what you're doing is you're sending your vibration into the water. And if you see something as healthy, it really helps. I'll just give you that example once again with my wife. When I was going through some real health challenges, she just said, I've always seen you and I always saw you as completely healthy. And I truly believe that that made a difference in my, in my healing. And uh, that's me. You may not believe that. It may not work for you. But I think having the right intentions and uh, the right focus and sending out uh, positive energy however you can, it's a good thing. It's not going to hurt. How, how much of an impact it has, part of that's up to you. Part of that's up to a lot of other variables, of course, but it certainly can help. So you might want to keep that in mind. And we'll have Bill back and Silka back again. And, and we'll talk about some other things that can help out because... Uh, Silka works on the second act, so she's learned about what happens in the second half of life from all these experts that have been on there, uh, on her show, including myself. And with Bill, he's got so many of these uh, protocols and uh, I'll put in quotes, kind of like tricks and just practices that you can use that I want to share them with you. So we'll have them both back. All right, Guys Guys Radio, we're here uh, every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio here in Southern California at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The show rebroadcasts every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. The podcast and YouTube post worldwide every Thursday 
It's called Guys Guys TV on YouTube, but you can just put in my name, Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I. And you can also catch me on my website, robertmanny.com. And I've got over 300 blog posts. It's called On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Everything about relationships, wellness, diet, fitness, business, family, friends, colleagues. Just kind of how to roll, guys, guys style. And I hope you'll enjoy that. And you can also download three free chapters of my novel, The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love, which is a source material for everything guys, guy. I hope you'll enjoy that. It's been called the male successor to Sex in the City. It's all about men. It's about two dudes in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. New York, New York. I think you'll enjoy it. Guys seem to identify with it because it's an authentic guy story. And women like it too because it gives them a little peek uh, behind the curtains into the wacky, weird world of modern men and their dating habits. So I hope you can check it out. You can pick it up on Amazon or wherever else you... You buy your books and uh, you can get a physical copy or, or the ebook. So, Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday. We've got a whole bunch of shows. I'm booked through May now. We've got some terrific guests coming up, and I think you're really going to enjoy the time you spend with us. And we've done over 500 and I don't know, it's 503, 504 shows now, and we've got many more to come. So, I want to thank all my wonderful guests out there. I want to thank my producer, Chris. And my uh, strategic counsel, Ryan, and I also want to most of all thank you, my audience, for sticking with us and growing with us because we're getting bigger and bigger. We're in over 101 countries now, and it's just great to be able to put uh, some positive messaging out there, some new information for pe people to consider and help you live your best life. So Guys Guys Radio, I'm going to see you best next week. And like I always say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>